Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the After the Show podcast, Precious Show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. All righty, here we go. Welcome to the Tuesday KVJ Show. How the heck is everybody? Welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin and Virginia. Yeah. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome. Well, we got uh, some emails going to be getting to here. Mail at kbjshow.com. Thank you for sending them all in. We appreciate that. I uh, got uh, Anthony here who said, um, you guys were talking earlier about the terrible driving. Florida is the number one state in America for terrible driving. Yay. Surprised we're not number one in the nation like we are for all these other shit. Oh, no, pull. we are, yeah. In the nation. In the nation. Yeah, okay, Florida's number right. one in okay, the nation. Yeah. Good. I just want to make sure that we <laughs> suck real hard. Yeah. We're doing it. We got it. And Anthony said, I was just driving to work as you guys were talking about bad drivers, and the truck in front of me starts swerving like a madman because his tire blew. Oh, boy. But they didn't put on their hazards or even try to get to the side of the road. What? It's it's really insane. There's just so many unbelievably questionable decisions on how people drive on a day-to-day basis. And it's unreal. Honestly, I'm I'm stunned I'm still alive. Well, you <laughs> never know what someone A is going through. And then if you mix in, they're also hopped up on goofballs and they're driving around. So now they're distraught and they're driving around mm-hmm. on goofballs and they're a shitty driver. You don't know what percentage that is of people on the road. You're right. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. You don't know. No, you don't. Well, I saw a fight go down on North Lake Boulevard in front of the McDonald's. And the one guy gets out. He gets out. He's got no shirt on. So he he just pure emotion gets out, starts screaming at the one guy. This guy's about 20 years older than the guy in front of him. The young guy's taunting him. They're, he's shooting him in the finger. And it just it, it, it went to, to shit so quick. <laughs> The guy that got out of his car, he had to have been on something. Why would you get out of your car shirtless? I mean, you just look unhinged. Either you're on something or you're just (laughs) fucking so unhinged. Good Lord. Yeah. If I see that, I am peeling out of there so quick. Oh, I was trying to find my phone and fumble fucks over here, drops the phone. (laughs) Can't get a good video. I I, I have the very tail end of the guy going back to his car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just a, a wonder of like what's going on with people and I don't 
don't know. It feels like the world is getting crazier. They're all wound day. a little tighter than they used to be. Is yeah. it getting crazier, or do we just see it more often? No, no I think they're getting, getting crazier. crazier. It's okay. getting crazier. Like I said, I I mean, think I'm asking the question. I think I threw a whole show's worth of stats at you to let you know just today that the world's going to shit. I think it just uh, it was just one thing after another. We could turn it around. Though. We can, then that's it. You know, it's kind of like with anything. They say, "Hey, we're burning the planet to death," but we can turn it around. I think we got to get off the internet, social media, as a species. I think there's a lot of things we need to do differently. You're right. Mm-hmm. And then it just helps us see it a little bit more front and center. And the odd thing about it, the more we're presented with some of the things that are going wrong, the more defiant we become and go in the opposite direction. It's kind of weird. It's almost like it's not helping. So I don't, I don't really, I don't, I don't get humans. We got to go to the woods and meditate. Yeah, you could, but the woods burnt down. <laughs> All the animals are dead, Jay Bird. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Then let's no me- longer a solution. Let's medicate and go to my house. That's it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. What kind of medicine you got? Uh, I don't know, but it's any of the kind that you want. <laughs> <laughs> I think that my medicine's going to make you tired. Oh, no. I don't need to be sleepy. Warren said, as the owner of a towing company in Martin and Palm Beach County, I can tell you the traffic accidents on I-95 are getting more and more stupider. And uh, just people stopping in the road is a very common thing now. Uh, People just freak out. They don't know what to do, so they just stop. I was telling you on the regular show, that's what I saw. I saw a car swerve like crazy. A big old truck almost took it out. They almost hit the concrete median. I don't know how they pulled themselves out of the skid. They It looked like they were completely in a fishtail, and somehow they got it back together and continued down the road and my wife's like oh my gosh my heart is beating through my chest i'm like imagine their heart right we just watched it from safely from 50 yards behind they They were actually going through it. it and there was somebody that had stopped parked parked their car in the middle lane of i-95 in delray beach with their flashers on and as i drove by the only thing i noticed they had a handicap placard in their car wow they're gonna be handicapped could well, they're going to bring other people there. They're going to need their own plaques. They're going to bring a whole bunch of people to the land of handicap because that's going to be a pile up of vehicles. It happened to me on I ninety five. I know I said it earlier, but it was it was seven cars and nobody, nobody could believe it. No one died because it, it was a full on. People didn't even re- realize they were hitting cars. They'd hit the brake at the last second, and you just hear boom. Boom, boom, which is horrifying at that nighttime, is, yeah. by the way. No doubt, yeah. It's yeah. scary in daytime, too. Smashing. If, if you break down in any way, shape, or form in a lane of traffic that has moving vehicles on it, you must do whatever you can to get your vehicle to the shoulder, either one, right or left. You have to get out of the lanes of moving traffic. Even if you have a blowout, even if you have to drive your car on its rim, you have to get out of the moving traffic. Because I've never seen a situation where a car just stops and it can't go any further. Right. Even if you have a blowout, two blowouts, four blowouts, it doesn't matter. Move your car out of the oncoming traffic. If you're running out of gas, it's a slow shutter. Like, and you start to feel my daughter was in her Uber the other day. The freaking Uber driver ran out of gas. Oh, that shit can happen, man. I know. She couldn't believe she's like, what? Why are you picking someone up when you're running on fumes? What the hell's wrong with you? That happened. Sometimes they didn't run out of gas. I've got into an accident in an Uber car before, which is bizarre. It happened to me and Denny's. But there was 
was another time. I was running late, and the Uber goes, sorry, man, I got to stop and get gas. Took another extra 15 minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre. She ran out of gas. Yeah, they, the Uber driver ran out of gas around the side of the road. But, and the good part, he did get him to the side, which you can do because your car is going, it starts jerking around. You got enough gas still to get to the car to the side of the road, and then wow. he let them out on the side of I-95, and they had to call another Uber. They obviously didn't charge her, I hope. $11. They charge her? <laughs> yeah. You've got to be shitting me. No. He's like, finish ride and collect payment. That's fine. You don't charge the people if you run out of gas. I'm sorry. You wouldn't think. Well, if he doesn't charge them, they'd probably make him eat it. So he's like, I'm making her eat it, not me. Yeah. If he charged her for as far as he took her. Yeah. I just think that's, it. A, that's shitty service. It man. is shitty, but. You can't give a driver good marks at that point. No. No. Oh, my God. You ran a gas and he dumped you on the side of the road? Yeah. Unreal, right? That's pretty unreal. And then uh. Warren said, he said, yeah, so these cars are just stopping in the middle of the road. And then as a tow truck driver, we got to try to get them off the side of the road. I can't tell you how dangerous that is. Oh, my God. For some reason, people are not moving over to the side of the road now. Like, what What the hell is going on? People how are, do you not know that? People are so stupid. Like, who taught you how to drive? Who didn't explain to you? Just that you- common sense. <laughs> you know who? TikTok. TikTok fucking raising people now. It's embarrassing. It's common sense. Get the damn car to the side of the road. It is it is unreal. And he said, yeah, he said nobody abides by it. He said, you know, people were driving around town with lights flashing all kinds of cars and trucks. So, yeah, I, I, that would be tough. That would be a scary gig being a tow truck driver. Maybe that's why a lot of them are dicks. I've, I've, the kind that go and, hey, I'm towing your truck and go fuck yourself. They wear those kind of shirts to you. Right. I've met some really mm-hmm. dicky tow people. Yeah. I'd love to meet a nice tow person. Remy said, I think this all goes back to the me mentality of everyone. It's like, eh, you guys can go around me. Totally. I'm doing my thing. Me, I'm, me, me. I'm yeah. filming a video. Well, like the girl with the makeup the other day I was telling you about in the car. She was slowing everybody down by putting mm-hmm. makeup on. Yeah. And she caused an accident. Yeah. It's pretty insane, man. Pretty insane. Uh, we also were talking, uh, we're in Am I a Jerk today. Jaybird kind of got called out. He went to lunch with somebody. He said, I'll pick it up. And then they didn't leave very good taps. So Jaybird dropped a little bit of money there for the tip. And they're like, uh, what? And they kind of gave you a little toot about they it. They did definitely give me toot. I wouldn't say it was like a big old, yeah. it, it wasn't a big thing. But you know when someone's I, I would have been happy with I would have been I for me personally, if if I were that guy or whomever it was that paid for the lunch, I, I would have been embarrassed, apologetic, like, oh, you know what? I am so sorry. I did not even notice that. That is my bad. And instead they went the other route. Yeah, well, a lot of times douchebags don't think they're wrong. Well, you can't be defending bad tipping. If you are, you're wrong. Like I, you're, he, <laughs> so he, he thought he left a good tip. And I did not think it was a good tip. But don't we all pretty much know that, I mean, at least my understanding is 15 to 20% standard. Right. And, okay, let's say you get really bad service, and it's completely awful, and they have a bad attitude on top of it. The lowest I would ever go for anybody would be 10%. And I can't think that I've ever done that even. And that's with people giving you attitude, being assholes, Spitting in your food, whatever. Toss it off in your salad. I get it. Yes. 
but yeah, not not below that. And not then, tossing your salad. No, tossing no. off. But tossing off in your salad. Because if they toss your salad, you tip them extra. <laughs> yeah. At least I always do, you right, should. Kev? You should, yeah. You're, I can see that you, you really enjoyed yourself, Virginia. They throw me up on the table and toss my salad. Yeah. Yeah, we're tipping extra for that. I, I'm with you. I just wanted a Caesar, but if this is where we're going, that's fine. <laughs> I'm with you. Even if it's shitty service, yeah, I, I'm gonna, something, whatever. It's just, it's, it's what you do. That's a place where you tip. Now, Kim had said, okay, I heard uh, you talking about your experience with tipping, but here's a quick rundown of my day. Nails tipped, of course. Yes, good. Uh, meeting at Panera Bread, ordered a drink at the counter. The lady hands me my cup. I tipped and I fixed my own drink. Sat outside Panera Bread. A guy comes up, wants money. Then I went to the store to buy a pair of shoes. I was asked to round up for the Cancer Society. Uh, and then they rang me up, and again, they asked for a tip. Well, you don't I'm have- just going to stay to them. It's just too much. And and that that, to me, is different. To, to me, going to a restaurant or a bar... That's a necessary tipping situation. I will go into places where they will hand me food from over a counter that somebody like say fast casual and they turn around from where it was and they turn around to me and and I don't feel obligated to tip that. I'm yeah, sorry. Everything you read off in that email, you're not obligated to tip yeah. on that. You don't have to round up if you don't want to, although yeah. they will be. Do you want to help these sick children? You don't? Okay. He's the dick. They will. They, they usually ask loud. I just say, fuck the cancer society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they're screaming at you first. Well, you know, when someone asks you, do you want to? And everyone's looking at you. Oh, man, if Virginia doesn't I, I donate, used to be ashamed like, of doing that, and now I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Because it, well, if I give she, a dollar to every place that asks right. me, now I give yeah. 20 bucks a day, and that's a lot. She, she is right. They have snuck a lot of added payment opportunities into our lives. And if you are running a budget, which hopefully all of us really are, no matter what your income, that you just have to be aware and say, Look, if I believe in this charity, I will make a separate donation to the charity. And I will get the credit for it on my taxes, Mm -hmm. not give it to this company that's a million-dollar organization because they take your Roundup, they take that, and they they put all the Roundups together, they make the charitable donation, and get the tax benefit. Mm -hmm. It's it's just, I'm paying for them to get a tax benefit? No, not today. And uh, Mike B has a good point too. You got to make sure that they're watching you put the tip in the jar. Oh, that, have you ever had that where someone does help you out and you want to drop a big tip? Like you drop a ten dollar bill in there, and you're like, and then they turn around, they're looking at you like uh, tip, and I'm like, uh. that's happened before, <laughs> man. That happened in St. Augustine where they were being so nice, and you want to, they're yeah. going above and beyond. Yeah. And she wouldn't turn around. I got the money in there. I'm trying to show that I put it. And I think she missed me put it in there. You know. So I look like the dicky guy. Get their attention. Or do a tip dance. Yeah. Like an animated, kind of like choreographed type thing where you're taking the money and putting it in the jar. Well, there's nothing worse than giving a great tip. And then everyone thinks you're a dick for not to. Yeah. (laughs) You're walking like, that guy's an asshole. And you're like, no, I gave you a 10 (laughs) on a $5 tab. That happens, man. It's crazy. So, yeah, to me, in my mind, I've really kind of sorted out who I do and don't give money to. But without doubt, if somebody's giving you service at a restaurant or at a bar, you got to tip and you got to tip the right amount. Just my thought.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, got um, Angie sent this in. She said, uh, heard what you said about uh, how much Adele's concert tickets are going for. Basically $1,500, the cheapest ticket to see her as she extends her residency in Las Vegas. And she said, it made my husband and I look up the prices for Jerry Seinfeld. We went to his show at the Kravis Center recently and had literally nosebleed seats going for almost $300 a person. We would have loved to have been closer, but the price was extremely high. and not sure what it was at the uh, center, but in the Jacksonville show coming up, the cheapest seat is almost $800 a person. But honestly, it's worth it. The show was awesome, laughed our asses off the whole time. And I guess you just got to figure out what in your life is, is is worth it. And I think we've talked about that before. What will you pay an insanely ridiculous amount of money for? My only thing ever that I waffle on that, it's a Buckeye National Championship. If I'm like, okay, I think they could go in there and whoop that ass, I would, you know, it's kind of like buying an engagement ring. I'll take three months of salary to put into that and realize, okay, for the next two or three months, you're not doing anything awesome because it's all going to this. Another, <laughs> another reason why not to get engaged. Not only are we not doing anything awesome, you're eating ramen, hooker. Yeah, right. But <laughs> you may say, hey, look, it's it's worth squeezing all my money in this one direction for this ridiculously overpriced moment because I would have a lifetime worth of great memories. So that's just how you make it work. Yeah, I, I I would not be paying eight hundred dollars to see Jerry Seinfeld though, and and that's because you're not a big Jerry Seinfeld fan. Nothing against Seinfeld, that's just not your cup of soda. But mm. if, if there was something like the Buckeyes, you yep. start to think about it. Yep. it's all what you're into. Yeah, because uh, when you say eight hundred bucks to see Seinfeld, I'm going, what the what? fuck? Are you shitting me? I watched the last special he did. It wasn't that funny. I just eight hundred dollars for Seinfeld. I am not paying that. Does not seem like a good. Deal. No. But I don't think any of us are huge Seinfeld fans. I used to be, but I think, I don't know. I mean, he hasn't evolved and gotten funnier. He's evolved and gotten less funny for me. Okay. I think you have other performers like, say, a Chris Rock or like, say, a Dave Chappelle, where I think they've evolved and gotten funnier. I don't think, and I watched Seinfeld's last special on Netflix. I watched it, and I was like, mm. if I had to pay eight hundred bucks for that, I would have been very sad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a lot for a comedy show, especially considering they seem to put all comedy shows somewhere on Netflix. Or well, that's what I mean. Right. I'm sure you can probably find a stand up mm-hmm. that's somewhat of that material. And yeah, it's cool yeah. to be there. I get it, but I mean. I think the Seinfeld fans are getting old. Is, is there a stand-up you would pay? I mean, musicians, I get. 
for some reason, it's different for me. Being yep. front row, yep. seeing Billy Joel or John Mayer or someone, a band of horses, being right access, having all the ass. I don't know if I have that at all for stand-up. And I love Dave Chappelle. Mm. I, I, and I really love Bill Burr. I think they're, they're great comedians. But would I get that excited and that jacked up like I would musicians? I don't think I would. Dave Chappelle would be the only comedian I'd pay three digits for, meaning yeah. 100 or more. And not much more than 100. Not yeah. where I would be like, eh. If you had great tickets you go, to Chappelle. Probably about after 125, I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm right here. <laughs> but I'd, I'd probably go that much. And he's the only comedian, I think, that I'd probably be to that level. Do you have a comedian that you would spend a lot of money on? I do love Dave Chappelle the most. I mean, he just brings it. But even with him, I'm like Kevin. I'd much rather go see a band and sit in the front row. Yeah, it's odd. You can you can listen to a song 300 times and it can still get you. But if you heard the joke for the 10th time, not to say that that can't happen because it, it can. It, mm. it doesn't have the magic like a song does. You know, Seinfeld telling dad jokes. Oh. <laughs> if you hear him yeah. tell those jokes oh. again. <laughs> some evolve and get funnier and some go the opposite way. We just got a text from the 772, and they said I paid $550 for Dave Chappelle when he came to the Hard Rock. Worth it. Okay. Yeah, okay. $550. Dang. I mean, yeah. if you have good that. seats, he, he's about the only one. I like Bill Burr, too, but I like Dave Chappelle a little bit better than Bill Burr. Yeah. Okay. I did listen to the one thing I was really impressed with. I did listen to the uh, Bill Burr when he was in Philadelphia it's, and he went off on their fans. It's fucking amazing. It, 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 he had about eight minutes left and he just started roasting <laughs> the crowd because they were just, you know, being dicks and doing what, you know, people in Philadelphia do. It was the Opie and Anthony crowd in Philadelphia. Okay. And they're not the nicest of people. Yeah. And he went off and it's, you know, I think he ran out of gas a little bit towards the end, but the first three minutes is pretty funny as he's going off on. Well, I think you have to judge it not only because you're right, you run out of gas, but think of the situation. You're live. It's it was impressed. I was highly impressed. I mean, look, doing three minutes is forever doing stand up, and the fact that he could just even bust out the lines like he was, and he was just like, "I hope you motherfuckers die of cancer." Yeah, he he was saying all kind of shit. He really just. All the comedians were struggling that night, and the audience was being the biggest dick. And he he finally just it said, leveled them. Fuck everybody. Yeah, he, yeah leveled them. Yeah, he was just he was like all oh, you jersey wearing, shriveled, <laughs> yeah. dickhead looking. Yeah, there, there is a solid three minutes where he does. He, he yeah. hits a pocket of hitting them hit after hit after hit. Where it's really really funny. Yeah, with the uh, Bill Burr crowd, it is uh, pretty good. You know who also yells at people, and I think it's hilarious? Ricky Gervais. Yes. When he goes off on people, it is awesome. My favorite is when he tears up celebrities right to their face. He don't give a fuck, and it is so funny. He said they all belong to Epstein, and he just really is. Yeah. I'll give you a little taste of the uh, Bill Burr, just uh, so you know. Uh, what it was all about. Here's what it sounded like. Give it a second here. Uh, With intros and everything. Eagles never win the Super Bowl. Go fuck yourselves. Fuck all you motherfuckers. And fuck the Flyers. Fuck all of you. Fucking goddamn fucking losers. Booing Don Irera. Fucking 
dick. All of you, suck a fucking dick. How's that? Yo, I'm segueing into my next joke. You can all lick my fucking red nuts. All of you, you can line up in your Harold Carmichael fucking jerseys, and one at a time, you can all suck my dick. City of brotherly love, you bunch of fucking cocks. Fucking goddamn losers. 52 fucking hours into a show. The fuck am I gonna do at this point? You people are on a goddamn acid. Fucking be up here talking about Hitler. That ain't gonna work. What do you want me to talk about? Hey, throw out some topics. Let's talk about heart disease. Something you're all gonna fucking die of. And I'm gonna laugh at your fucking funeral. It's gonna be great. <laughs> the best is when he calls them racist. Oh yeah, they don't have they have a Rocky stash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he goes off on it, and yeah, uh, that was pretty funny. A buddy of mine uh, that I'd uh, run into when I got to Boston, he was like, "Dude, he's like this city's pretty racist." I'm like, "Really?" And then. Not even a day later. I think when I, as soon as I got home from Boston, there was a report about Boston being massively racist. Ugh. And there was a player that was talking about, in fact, they had a clip of LeBron James. He's like, I fucking hate Boston. He's like, that city is so racist. Really? Yeah. He said that. And then there was a baseball player, black baseball player. He's like, the whole time I'm in the outfield. They're just shouting the N-word at me. Oh. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. That is so fucked up. <laughs> you got up. people all drunk. Oh, yeah. There's just some cities that are just, I don't they know, are. man. There's some, there's some fucked up cities tough, out there. man. Yeah. It's like, what the hell, dude? Fuck that. Yeah, I hear you. Glad to be oh, where imagine the shit players here in the outfield. Oh, yeah, my gosh. It's, it's unreal. Yeah, there's there is. And that's why when you hear Bill Burr going off on that crowd, you're like, these motherfuckers all deserve it. Give it to them, Bill. <laughs> oh, right. And you got to keep in mind too. I know some of that was was vulgar and harsh. They they were they that, loved that, it. That they, were they were still booing. Maniacs. It's yeah. unreal. They deserved every word they got. Yeah, there's a few <laughs> cities that just have that underlying. Well, Philly, Philly, Boston, New York to a good extent. Some of those cities, man, it's. They're tough. My my a guy I played baseball with grew up in Philly. He goes, it's true, man. Because they they threw batteries at Santa Claus. Yes, walking across some of I forget what event it was, but they at, at Santa Claus walking by and people were throwing batteries at it because it was at it it, it was playing some game that yeah they're insane. You yeah. are a dark soul. <laughs> if you will throw batteries at Saint Nick. It's unreal. And what just, is the matter with you? And that's you? just it. It's almost like they thrive on being dicks. They, they just they it. know it, and they, they're like, I'm a dick? Yeah, what are you going to fucking do about it? And you're like, ugh. I know there are some people like that, though. They go, yeah, I'm a dick. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we're not going to click. No, no. we are not going to click. You just stay over there and be dick. <laughs> you machismo fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Karen sent an email. She said uh, the Adam Sandler Mark Twain Award was uh, really good. Everything uh, about it was uh, great. Uh, she really liked it. Uh, Conan O'Brien was on there. I saw he did uh, some stand-up about it as well. God in heaven, Kennedy Center, what have you done? No award has screwed up this badly since a MacArthur Genius Grant was given to Vin Diesel. <laughs> Seriously, people have not been this shocked since I won a Latin Grammy. It was 2019. Look it up. Shakira and I. It was killed it. I'll grant you, a lot of amazing, amazing people have flown to D.C. 
to say nice things about Adam Sandler. But if you asked yourself why so many of Adam's friends were available to speak tonight, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because when Adam isn't working, they aren't working. <laughs> <laughs> he is not lying. Uh, yeah. Especially that little uh, angry one. Thank goodness Adam Sandler's a loyal dude. Yeah, Rob Schneider wouldn't eat. Yeah, and she said uh, Rob Schneider sang a great song to Adam. He should. And then he should turn around and suck his dick. Because. <laughs> right. Sandman, drop your pants. <laughs> whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> Was it good, though? Without Virginia's hate and rage, was the Schneider song good, or did it suck? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I might be able to find a piece of it here. I liked him on SNL. He had some fun. Look, I'm not trying to take our baggage in and, and say he didn't do some funny things in SNL. I liked Rob Schneider. That's why I was shocked when we got into a fight with him that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did suck because none of us expected to be fighting with him, but he came in hot and dicky. We were and we were already kind of we already I wouldn't say attitude, but we already had our little angst because we had about five comedians in a row didn't want to be there and were assholes to us. So we're we're finally like fuck all these guys. Remember that run? I do. It was it was it was a bad run, but I mean we didn't we no. didn't go into that interview with him. At all thinking it was going to go like that. No and we way. were not bringing all of our baggage. But once he started being a dick, then the baggage did come out. Mm-hmm. But he fucking started it. But, but on SNL, though, he had he had several good sketches and, and good things. He had a good run on SNL. Yeah, no doubt. I stand by that. Yeah. I think this might be uh, about to the part where the uh, song is here coming up. Uh, Rob Schneider. Anyway, I love your brother. And I, I, there's no other way for me to end this but, but this way. With our good friend Dan Vola. I met you 33 years ago before we got on Saturday Night Live. I was making copies when the Cajun man arrived. It's been quite an inspiration growing old with you. You put me in like 25 movies. How about we do 50 more? To get even closer to you, I'm gonna move in next door. I'll watch you drink your coffee through binoculars as I grow old with you. You've made some great flicks. You rule Netflix. You make people laugh like there's nothing to it. You play weirdos. You grew a beardo to hide your chin. If you ever need a boost, you know I'll tell you, you can do it! How you liking it, Virginia? She's texting. I'm so not into it. He's a douche. <laughs> song is stupid. It's a play on growing old with you from a wedding scene. I don't know it. I don't care to know it. He's doing a parody of a... Fuck him. Okay, well, Karen, Karen loved it. She thought it was great. That's stupid. Karen thought it was awesome. Fuck you. You get you, you can tell she's mad. She got a little southern. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Ross Snyder did. I can't get that 30 seconds back. It was for like 47. It felt like an hour. <laughs> Ugh. And yeah. that, it ain't great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want that to be my ringtone. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, here is an email from Tracy in Orlando. She said, just wanted to know if Jaybird knew about the upcoming Orlando Megacon. The Karate Kid uh, cast is going to be there. As he mentioned, are you going to be going? Is that where you went last year? It is where I went last year. We had great fun. Yeah. Uh, The guy that plays Johnny, uh, Billy Zapka, could not have been nicer. Now, he's getting paid for it, so you have to be nice. Although sometimes people get paid and they are dicks. Mm -hmm. He just came off like a really likable dude. I I had a great experience. Um, I'll ask Denny's if he wants to go, although he might be busy. During the time of that, yeah, he does. He's have having a some baby. He's up. having a mega baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, uh... I might have to miss it this year. But yeah, it, it's fun if, if anyone uh, wants to go to that. Mm-hmm. I can I can let you know how to. I, I there's some suggestions to do to maybe get out of the parking. Believe it or not, just park by some of the fast food places right next to it. Oh yeah, you may have to pay. 20 bucks to do was it. Was it at the convention center? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, uh, we parked at a McDonald's and saved time and money. Okay. It's a massive convention center they have there. It is. Uh, Linnea on the baby tip had a suggestion because we had all the advice that uh, most new parents get from people's baby expertise. And Linnea said, get your baby an email address and send them an email every day so they can have it when they're old. And then they open up their email and they realize they have 20,000 messages. That is adorable and stressful. 20,000 is too many. Yeah, I think one a day might might be a good bit. But, you know, don't occasionally you're on birthdays or something like that. Do yeah. one a year. I don't know if I like that. I, I, yeah, one a year. One a, yeah, on a birthday, yeah, send them an email on their birthday. Like, here you are at, you know. Poor Denny's got to write emails all the time. She's like, ah, oh, fuck, yeah, that's I have a to lot write another day. one to my kid? Yeah. I do, but it, by big the way, moments, the big sweet sentiment. I do Very love cute it. idea. I do love it. Very I, I get cute what they're idea. doing, but yeah, I think one a day is a... A bit much. And, and honestly, if my parents, when I turned 18, gave me an email inbox with 50,000 emails, I'd be like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, once I got to, you know, age three, I go, what the motherfucker, just get to it. Magnolia turns 18 in a matter of a few weeks, really, May, the end of May. And I'm going to give her all this video that I took from the first five years of her life. I basically had this camcorder constantly and was constantly recording like everything. Mm-hmm. And she and I have never sat down and watched it. Oh, so that's cool. I'm going to put it all together and then give it to her for Aww. her 18th birthday. My dad told me he brought from Texas, and this is from when he, you know, we lived down here in Florida back in the 90s. He's got a bunch of videos. We have to convert them because they're, they're not even regular VHS. There's some weird fucking bunk cheap high eight some kind yeah. of, not even that it's some it's some low nine it, it's it's <laughs> but it's uh probably circa when i was 13 to 14 years of age and we got probably i don't know 12 20 hours of that shit wow i would love to see that i haven't seen it in 20 years i know i'm excited to look at the mags tapes i'm i'm, I'm excited yeah well was, she was what three or four that's i got her from birth to age six it was a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, something else, a sweet sentiment. Just wanted to uh, give a quick shout out to Lori. She wanted to wish her husband, Eric, a happy 14th anniversary. So there you go. Aww, happy nice. anniversary. Beautiful. Lovely couple. Get it. Mm-hmm. That's right. So there you go. Have an enjoyable day. That's to everybody. Thank you for the emails. Mail at kbjshow.com. Enjoy your Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.